Look, if I was um, not using video, there'd be something wrong with me if I've been doing this for 10 years. So um, I think, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a video person um, and I, I really enjoy the interaction with people and being able to physically see them when I can't be in person. Hi, I'm Rocky Roperto, a lawyer at Avant. The voice you heard there was Dr. Amandeep Hansra, a GP in Metropolitan Sydney. Dr. Hansra has been at the forefront of telehealth advocacy in Australia for a decade. At Avant, we've been getting lots of questions from you, our members, about telehealth. So we created this podcast series in response to some of your questions. For today's discussion, it's all about telephone versus video. Telehealth is the use of technology to facilitate a consultation and we're using the term to describe both phone and video consultations. Avant's message is that video is a much better tool for a comprehensive consultation. But we also realise, both from MBS data and our own Avant member survey, that the vast majority of telehealth consultations occur over the telephone. I discussed this with a panel of members. Amandeep, who we heard at the start of the show, a GP with extensive telehealth experience even before COVID-19, Bridget, an ENT and head and neck surgeon from country Victoria, and Penny, a GP and Avant's own chief medical officer. All three have responded to the need for telehealth more recently. My first question, did they have a preference for telephone or video? Bridget responded. Absolutely, I've got a very strong preference for video consultations. And in fact, our practice policy is video consultation by default for telehealth. We won't um, undertake a telephone consultation unless we've assessed that it's safe and that the patient has no other option or that the patient's already got a strong existing relationship with the surgeon and that we think that that phone call will be safe. Penny agreed, although she hasn't found it easy. Oh, video is much better and much harder to arrange and much harder to ensure that the technology supports it. But of course, you know, getting the visual and um, just gets you that much closer to having the patient sitting next to you. So I much prefer the video and I've struggled with it probably like most other people for a range of different reasons. (laughs) So overwhelmingly, the preference was for video consultations, but there is a benefit in using a telephone call. There must be a reason the majority of our members use it. It is easier from a technology perspective So for some patients, especially the older cohort, this is the only option as they simply do not have access to smartphones or the desire to use them. I was interested to hear from our members about the problems they had with phone consultations. Amandeep raised a practical issue. The the main issue people had with phone consults was that they were using up the lines in the practice. Um, And, you know, they'd only have a couple of lines and the receptionist, you know, would need those lines and suddenly using them all for telehealth. So that was something to take into consideration. Interestingly, and something I hadn't appreciated, was the privacy concern for doctors themselves. This is something that has been raised on our medico-legal advice line, as Amandeep goes on to explain. I think the other problem was that people were using mobile phones, um, and some GPs were obviously not realising that that um, their phone numbers were then being distributed to all their patients, and... Um, um, I, can, I can honestly say I made that mistake once as well, but never again. And a very common theme for all of the panel was about the lack of assessment available to you over the phone. Bridget explains it well. The problem with a phone consultation, particularly with a patient that you don't know well, 
is you lose a lot of the context around seeing how they arrive, how they move, how they communicate, what they're wearing and what their environment is around them. I think we have covered some of the pros and cons of using the telephone. I do really want to focus on the benefits of a video consultation because at Avant, we believe that should be our goal. Amandeep is a big advocate for a video consultation. So I think for video, if you're comfortable with it, it definitely is preferable for consultations where you're meeting a new patient or you are actually trying to do a physical assessment. Um, And I think the other part about video, which is probably something people haven't really thought about, is that if you're doing video with a patient in their own home, um, you can actually tell a lot from the environment that they're in, which you wouldn't normally pick up in a, in a general practice setting. If a patient's come to visit you, you have no idea how they're living. I think the benefits of a video consultation are clear, but like anything, it has its challenges. Penny? I think, yes, there are some issues, um, and it's really good to try and... I try and spell out some of the limitations early on, you know, such as uh, if we're going to need to do an examination, we may need to reschedule you to come in. Yeah, there's a lot of preparation. And and I think that's one of the reasons I think that many of us are struggling to actually get more of it as video. There's a lot more preparation. I think there's been a lot of work in our practice, I'm sure in many practices, in trying to set the policies so that we do support the patients in making moving to what we would prefer, which is the video, because they do need a bit more support. And that's a bit more work. Avant conducted what turned out to be at the time the largest telehealth survey from providers in Australia with more responses than any other. This has really helped us understand your perspective and develop materials that will assist you conduct a consultation that is safe, professional and of high quality. One main concern you told us about was that you feel you have a lack of training around the use of telehealth. So I asked our panel what advice they have to make things easier, especially when using video. I think it's a really good idea if the reception staff can go through it with them um, beforehand just to iron out all those little technology issues and glitches so that when you actually run through it, you know, it goes well. And it's the same with the consultation. But it's really important to get them to feedback what they're hearing, what they're missing, um, but also for them to feel okay and open about asking questions. I think sometimes when they're in person, they feel a little bit more you know, open with just being able to bring new things into the conversation. Whereas I find with telephone calls, they tend to sort of stick to the one thing and then they feel like there's a time limit and they have to get off the phone. Um, So I try and do as many open questions as I can and, you know, sort of give them that space to, to explore any of their concerns. We didn't have a proprietary software program for telehealth because we found that for our patient population, many of them don't have adequate internet access. They don't all have a laptop or a computer at home. So we always wanted to use smartphones. And if they haven't already agreed to our practice policies, uh, particularly around receiving emails or text messages from us, then we can um, get consent then. It's really important to have those policies agreed to because they really smooth the way for communicating with patients after a telehealth consultation. The way that we run our consultations works, and we know that from our patient feedback, we just needed to replicate that as closely as possible in in the virtual space and not lose any of the elements that make the face-to-face consultation work for our patients. Just to finish up the conversation, I asked our panel if they have any final words. I do think if you are new to telehealth it's, and you're scared about the whole video thing, it's okay to, to start with telephone and, and then slowly work your way up to you know, the, 
being able to offer an option for patients. Um, but the other part, just, you know, really important is the patient's um, acceptability of the mode. So, you know, if they're really not a, a, a video person, that they should be able to be able to do the telehealth by phone. Or if there's someone who's really requesting a video, you as a GP should try and let them have a video consultation. I think, go for it. The patients really, really appreciate it. They really want it. And I think it is going to be the future that somehow this is going to fit into our consultation armamentarium. I hope this short podcast has been helpful. We have several in the series and also many other telehealth resources on Avan's telehealth landing page. Please share this episode with a colleague you think may benefit from hearing from fellow members. Next time, we'll be discussing what it's like seeing new patients over telehealth. Thanks for joining us.